Welcome to Star Trek Stuff with Anne. Yeah, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. And Adam. Why didn't you lick my nostril like a normal person would in this situation? Try the oversized turkey legs, Dan, my lord. And, you know, basically they turned the wheel, kitten popped out, and we were like, yeah, we're taking this, bye. You know, like, we're not trusting you fucking assholes with this kitten. Yeah. So, yeah. So, literally, it was definitely a rescue. Holy shit. That's great. So, wait, so they were going to drive yeah. for five minutes with uh-huh. the cat inside in the car. of the front inside, of the car. Inside, next to the engine, in 90-degree <laughs> heat. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we, when we get the kitten out, it's Jesus. like, it's like panting and like, 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 I mean, it took like five, like basically all I did was like, I had to like, you know, put water on its tongue and like calm it down and put it in the AC and like, you know, and like, I mean, it was, it, the poor thing was like roasting. Yeah. Basically. They were going to kill that so, thing. Oh God. Yes. It was definitely going to be dead by the time it got to their dad's house. <laughs> that's so yeah. fucked. Well, that's kind of you to, to pick the cat up all kudos go out to animal rescue because it is a very difficult and time consuming and expensive product, you know, thing to do. But when you have, when you end up with a very healthy, very happy cat or dog and you know, somebody it's the love of somebody's life, then it's all worth it. I couldn't, I just, I'd be like, uh, I'll call animal control. That's about the best I can do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got but a see, cat and he's he's great. He yeah. kinda I don't know. He's a little asshole. I, I like him though. He's a little murder machine. I cut oh, out yeah. the story. I had to edit it for time, but uh yeah. out of the last episode where we talked about this, but he tried to kill a baby deer. I remember that. Oh my god. Yeah. What the fuck? He tries cat? to kill and he's not even a big cat. Like he's just no. like something that's moving. I must kill it. He's just he's yeah. a fucking murder machine. Well, when you guys were gone in Cuba and I was taking care of Solo, mm-hmm. he was so he's a snuggler. I mean, he's just the sweetest boy. I guess he can be. I don't know. Yeah. He's just, I, I think he I think he senses your uh cat uh, cat nests. vibes. That you're, yeah, that you have cats and that you better with. Uh, I, I don't know. He doesn't snuggle with us too much. You, you, you feel nothing for me. So you want to talk about Enterprise? Yeah, we'll talk about Enterprise. Uh, Ren, the, the, the Renfair edition, <laughs> and we start off with like lame office humor. Can I get that thing I sent you? No. Yeah, it's well. This is the first time we've started on like a morning briefing. Which is kind of a good way to start an episode. I like that idea that they have mm-hmm. that they gather around the coffee table and go, okay, what do we have? What's around? Right. What could we right. go look at? I think that's a great idea. They should start a lot of episodes this way. I agree. Yeah. I agree. You got coffee. You got, I mean, there's no donuts, mm-hmm. but like, you know. You, it, it quickly devolves into T'Pol as a boner killer. <laughs> of course it was going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't execute this too well. This could have been, this could have been done, you know, pretty funny. Like if they were all in on in on it and then just kind of let it hang for a second and then go oh wait hold on there's also an m-class planet and then right right. and then then he just stares at them and then they all bust out laughing i don't know that could have been that you know you know what that would have been something like that uh and Mm -hmm. i think that this sort of tried to do this and failed was make it a good crew bonding moment yeah uh the chemistry of the Mm -hmm. cast of this crew has not gelled yet yeah which it's 
still early. This is only yeah, like episode sure, sure, sure. N- nine, I think. Mm, eight. Eight? I think. Well, I'm it depends sure on how you break up uh, the, the, the pilot. The Right, true, true, If true. it's eight or nine. But it's still early. We're under ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of the shows post-TNG have that chemistry where things gel mm-hmm. together all that well. And even in TNG, in the beginning, I mean, you know, Tasha, it's kind of awkward that she's there. Uh, she's not right. bad. She just doesn't have, like, why is she yeah. there? And that's ultimately why they killed her off and why she got why she got mm-hmm. frustrated and all that but sort even, of thing. But even then, I mean, there was moments with um, Troy where she and her were, you could tell that they were friends off duty. Right. You know, and they would look at each other and laugh at stuff, you know. Um, and stuff like that, but it's just not, it's just not gelling yet. But I mean, I got to say that cast is such a, you know, once in a lifetime kind of phenomenon because that cast bonded so quickly and so tightly that they are, you know, they're like lifelong friends to this day. Yeah. You know, and DS9, I think had a great ensemble, um, arguably better in a lot sure. of ways but um yeah like they said like uh marina sardis used to joke that it was compared to tng to the, the tng set it was deep sleep nine mm-hmm. everyone was just kind of like there and working and they, they you know it's good it's a good yeah. cast but like tng was like party yeah. all the time they were all yeah buddies. and they were like evidently a lot of directors got frustrated with them because they would crack each other up all the time You know, like the <laughs> yeah. bloopers are hilarious <laughs> yeah. from TNG. I mean, they definitely had a once in a once in a blue moon ensemble bond. That always makes me, that, that, that that comes yeah, through. It does. It really does. Yeah, chemistry off screen does translate very very well to to screen. Our civilization has been built upon chemical energy. Back to the episode. Um, Trip makes fun of T'Pol talking about all these all these incredible and astrological phenomenons, and he's just like f- f- fucking like sixteen year old boy. Like he's like boring, and I'm just like fuck <laughs> you, Trip. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Stars it ain't that hot. Wow. Yeah. Man, great. Who gives a shit? Fuck you know. You, dude. Dick. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. So, but they're just kind of like, well, uh, here's some stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the way that they shoot it and, and describe it. It's like, okay, well, just some space things. Oh, and oh, how about an M class planet with 500 million people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're kind of pranking our, uh, the kind of, I was about to say Arthur. <laughs> we might as well stop. Get, yeah. I don't want to do the Arthur drop again. No. <laughs> so Archer looks at T'Pol and is like, you might have led with that. And then from wham, bam, 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 we get into our theme. When the So they're checking out the planet, and Ahab makes a reference to smoke signals, which T'Pol understands. She probably, I mean, I guess from context, it's right. like, yeah, ancient yeah, ancient thing, whatever, right. I don't care. Hoshi says, who should they talk to? Because she's showing dozens of cities. That's a really good point. Yes. That's something that I've always wondered about. Like, I'm like, how do you pick 
you know, a civilization to talk to. Like, do you, you know, all of our movies are like, aliens obviously would come to the U.S., but like, why? There's no reason right. why they would come to the U.S. over something someplace else. Well, because we're the premier country in the in, in the world, yeah. and we need to be first. We're the keeper of the peace. That's something I love a lot about District 9. Mm-hmm. They just went to Johannesburg and parked the ship on top of Johannesburg. Yeah. Because, I don't know, it was a city, and they were coming in from whatever trajectory, and there's mm-hmm. no reason to think that they would uh, say, well, we better go to the Northern Hemisphere. Right, right. Yeah, they, there was a city, so they so went they went to there. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, you know, usually when in TNG or whatever, when they roll up onto a planet, it's like, okay, well, there's the big city, so there's the capital, mm-hmm. and they're just going to have one language, and that's all. Right. So it's cool that in this show they're saying, okay, we got to this planet. Um, Hoshi's finding all kinds of languages. Yeah, that's very cool. She's like, well, where? You know, I, I love mm-hmm. that idea because. Um, it shows diversity on a planet. Mm-hmm. And we usually just do not see that. It's no. the blank blank are this and yeah. the blank blank are that. Right. And it's all just one homogenized culture. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is cool. So, you know, okay. I like this idea a I lot. Do too. This is good. I do too. I think we're off to a good start so far. Yeah. They do some very cool Google world imaging. They zoom in on like the uh, coast of a, a town and, and they see a ship on the water very cool. Love to see that more. That looks great too. And then to Paul, as always, you know, is like, hey, we should probably not go down to a planet when they don't even have electricity or anything. Can we please not go down to a civilization that probably still worships cows and make everyone go insane? Right. <laughs> it's exactly she's and she's exactly right. She's exactly she's right. She's 100% right. So we're we're uh, developing the prime directive here. Which is awesome. Yeah. She describes like the Vulcan protocol would be not to talk to anybody that doesn't have warp drive. Mm-hmm. And so this isn't, this is so far back. This isn't even a general, uh, what did they call it? General in, order um, number one, prime, the prime yeah, directive. In, yeah. In disco, it's still called the general order number one. Yeah. Prime directive, I think, happens later. TOS era, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. So. Which. The prime directive kind of gently gets challenged in this. I mean, I mean, not by. Uh, uh, <laughs> there's nothing gentle about the way the Enterprise crew, especially Archer, handles this. Does anything? This concept, <laughs> yeah, uh. it doesn't really care. But uh, mm-hmm. from Flox, uh, there's there's a, a good couple of lines that make you kind of think about the prime directive in a different way yeah um but that's not till a whole lot later so they zoom in and they see like one lady Mm -hmm. with the little ridges on the top of her head all they can see is the top of her head and they're like all right cool well we got that we can nail that it's fine trip's like let's go can't wait to get down there and then yeah you know no don't do that and tomorrow's like we can view everything from orbit they obviously can they can look at other continents they can look at all the anthropological indicators you can study the architecture you can show study the roads the ships the everything they can even listen to them talk yeah they can like why in the fuck like you don't have to go down there and spread a new disease yeah. like fucking <laughs> or catch one or just completely make everybody's life miserable yeah there's no fucking reason no 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 see because the white man shall thrust yep exactly <laughs> White man shall thrust. It's such a weird, like, uh, Archer's justification for, mm, no, we're just going to go. Uh, so that they could have sent a pro, but we're here. They didn't send you out to fuck shit up, dude. <laughs> He's such an asshole. The, the whole uh, 
speech thing that he does for that, or the couple of lines that he says about that, it's meant to sound mm-hmm. like Captain Inspirational, mm-hmm, but it just mm-hmm. sounds like he's justifying a bad idea. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's totally exactly right. Yep. I had a, a thought occurred to me uh, right at that moment, because um, to Paul just kind of like <laughs> gives him a look and is like, oh, God, you're going to do a whole thing, aren't you? Uh, I'm going to have to rescue you. <laughs> you're going to fuck this planet up. I'm going to have to rescue you. Again. That's how this is going to end, isn't it? What the hell is wrong with you people? Did you watch The Boondocks? I watched like the first season and I loved it. And then I moved and then didn't have cable again. So, you know, I, I didn't catch oh, up yeah. on it, but I, I did love that show a lot. Well, in the second season, Huey kind of takes um, sort of a mm-hmm. backseat. Basically, through most of that second season, it's him telling Granddad and his brother, Riley, it's like, yeah, what you're doing is a bad idea, yeah, and you're going to screw things up, and I'm going to have to do this and that and to, to, to get you out of this. And right. they always blow him off, and they're and they're like, "Whatever, Huey." And then they do something stupid, and then and that's exactly what ends up happening. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, to Paul is the Huey Freeman of Star totally. Trek. Totally, she totally is. <laughs> this is gonna be so much fun. This is going to be the worst day of your life. I'm bringing nunchucks. Huh? She just keeps having to go. Okay. I told you. Yep. I'm going to have to save everybody, aren't I? Paul told you so could be the tagline to like every episode so far. (laughs) Hoshi is listening to the languages and I kind of like this moment because she's like doing a thing. Yes. She's like having fun with it. Having fun with like the science that she's doing. It is very nice to see. She finds out that they're called the Okali. And then uh, in the captain's office, because T'Pol is a fucking professional and does what the captain tells her to do, she's found a good lightning spot that won't cause too much trouble. And he says something about the aliens landing in cornfields, which is funny because of the pilot. I thought, oh, it's funny because he's talking about the old alien abduction right. stories, but that literally happened in the pilot, mm-hmm. so I, I, I kind of yeah. laughed. That was good. It's a Klingon. A Klingon. Where'd he come from? Oklahoma. Ahab asks, who should we send first? And they thankfully send Hoshi. However, Hoshi, the, the actress is Korean. Hoshi, the character, is Japanese. Do they have people that look Asian? On this planet, is she going to be like stick out like a sore thumb? So it is an odd assumption mm-hmm. to assume, like, yeah, because the, they looked and they only saw one person. It was like right. a white girl. Mm-hmm. So, the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you mean. Uh, it occurred to me too. I think that I, I am glad though that they thought maybe we should have the people who are good at doing their jobs do the jobs, <laughs> unlike <laughs> last episode. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Put bomb guy in fr- in charge of the science mission, right. which drove me absolutely it, batshit it, it, last episode. Yeah, it was really, that's, it was, the whole episode was terrible. It would be nice to believe that the Enterprise crew was so enlightened and not racist that it didn't even occur to them that Hoshi going might not be a great idea based on um, her looks, but uh, this isn't our first episode. Um, yeah, Fl- so Flox is putting on makeup uh, makeup, and, uh, you know, I'm assuming prosthetics on Hoshi. And Linda Park is just so beautiful, it hurts. She's very pretty. She is so gorgeous. Giving her a good close-up is not going to be a mistake in general. Another, you know, nitpick thing. Where did they come up with this outfit? The outfits are one of the best things about this. As, as stupid oh, as they look on the guys... 
Yeah. Uh, both <laughs> Jolene Blaylock and uh, Linda Park look incredible. Amazing. Those yeah. are awesome costumes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're gorgeous. And, and I happened to look on Memory Alpha. They were auctioned off like for a good bit of money because they were so gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Um, I could see that being uh, a very yeah. expensive auction piece. Those... Those oh, awesome yeah. costumes. I mean, overall, I think some of the costuming has been really good on this show. Mm-hmm. Starfleet uniforms with pockets. What? Yeah. Awesome. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. They look good. They look. I mean, yeah. It so, was actually thoughtful. Yeah. It's they. They actually kind of think this out. I mean, clearly they're just doing like Renfair costumes. Like it's just. Oh, totally. They, they are totally Renfair costumes. I don't think it's left over from one of the TNG Renfair episodes because there are a few no. of those. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, not just the one where Q makes them do Robin Hood, but like, you know, where where they do this exact thing, which is go uh-huh. down to a planet that's kind of pre-industrial and it's pretty right. Renfair looking, weaved baskets yeah. and uh, the the clothes. You know, it's it's exactly that style. But mm-hmm. the detail and the quality of these, I think, and the f- it seems new to me. It doesn't look like old yeah. Trek st- shit that they had laying around. No. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it, the confusion, though, is, for me, is it's later shown that they don't have a replicator, but the episode before talks about how they use the waste and so forth to replicate boots and whatever they need. So which is it, bitches? What's going on? Yeah. Wait, did they say that they don't have a replicator in this one? There's another episode later on where they show a replicator replicating food. And you're like, and they're like, whoa. <gasps> okay. So. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they don't because um, they don't call it a replicator when no trip was talking about the poop cycle. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He did they not don't call use it the that. word replicator, and mm-hmm. so I was thinking, but he okay. does say that's how they come. They get boots and whatever they need i'm like okay yeah how is it not a replicator already is it just yeah. like or the resequence protein thing yeah i mean that's a replicator how's it right. not a replicator <laughs> how is that not a replicator <sighs> i guess they didn't use the word replicator so it's like right so it's okay yeah we're supposed to be thinking it's somewhere between a replicator and a 3d printer yeah uh, like like we have now it's just like you know make it work <laughs> Make it work. Think think, think uh, about it. Think about yeah. it. And they're like, don't think about it. And we're sitting here. <laughs> we can't help it. We're Star Trek fans. We think about we're it. We're going to think about it. That's, that's why we are the way that we are. We think exactly. about this shit too much. Uh, <laughs> that's why we like the show. So that, yeah, he's putting the ridges on Hoshi. They do look good. So the outfit they put Hoshi in is awfully gorgeous and like rich looking for such a medieval looking society. And I'm, I'm, I, get concerned that it would make her stand out, but that's so so very nitpicky. The thing is, with every single one of these pre-industrial Renfair planets that they yeah. find, is yep. that everything is clean as a whistle. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and I realize yeah. it would take a whole lot more work and TV and shooting oh, sure. schedules and all that kind right. of stuff like right. that. But the, me- <laughs> the medieval shit, the Red Fair, all that shit was nasty as hell. Mm-hmm. People Smelly, bathed dirty. like once a month or something. Yeah. You can't show up looking like Linda Park in that outfit and yeah. not turn heads. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, and it, that is the really glaring difference between, you know, this episode and an episode of Game of Thrones. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that is production schedule, production money, blah, 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 you know, the time that it takes. Because, I mean, they were doing like, they were shooting like 15 hours a day, um, you know. Oh, and sure, yeah. And, I mean, yeah, they had a good budget, but it wasn't as good as Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, so I mean, I I get it, but it still kind of annoys me. So T'Pol finds a neutrino signal coming from the planet. Right. Um, she's like, well, what is this? Uh, their sensors suck, so she can't find non-Okali life signs uh, at their range. And I'm sorry, but what? They can zoom on into their people's faces, listen to their conversations, but their range isn't good enough for that. Yeah, I know what you mean. I kind of, I kind of think of it like the, the camera stuff's easy to believe that we could be there, sure. camera wise, to be able yeah. to zoom in in real time. I think that's. I get that. I don't have a problem with that at all. Mm-hmm. But being able to like basically read people's DNA sure. to that really, really that, tiny degree. Yeah, I guess you're uh, right. Yeah, I, I think I, I could. Make a case for that. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I wasn't I wasn't too mad at that. I was like, that's a little convenient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But eh, you got you, know. you do have to have a story. You know, <laughs> the Scooby Gang needs a mystery to investigate. Mm-hmm. Let's split up and see if we can find this mysterious ghost from space. <laughs> so Ahab decides that Paul, him, and Trip all need to go down there. Yeah. Why don't you stay and investigate from orbit? Like, why don't you watch people from orbit and see what's going on before you just jump in there? No, no, no. The white man must thrust. The white man must thrust. (laughs) (sighs) And police everyone. Yeah, so they decide they're going to go ahead and bring to Paul and Tripp. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't really know why Tripp specifically, I I guess. Well, because it might be an antimatter reactor. Oh, that's true. That's doing that. Yeah, they're that's, not sure. Yeah, okay. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Uh, so then they get uh, they get to Paul into the costume. A while back, I remember seeing some kind of meme where it was Star Trek characters and races as uh, fantasy mm-hmm. uh, races, or whatever, like that. And mm-hmm. yeah, Vulcans are high elves. Yeah, she yeah, it's pretty, absolutely pretty looks like a high elf <laughs> straight out of Lord of the Rings, yeah. especially in the outfit. She looks. Uh-huh. Oh, amazing oh yeah it's a be- it's a beautiful costume and and her hair looks really good and yeah yeah it's the hair totally... is fantastic is she mm-hmm. usually wearing a wig with that stupid um kind of like weird vulcan cut that they have on her it's not even the real vulcan cut it's like this tiny Poofy. wig that's like too yeah. small for her head yeah and uh, what, what is it a wig is that what that is or it's what? it's a wig and it's a wig that she's wearing here too okay yeah yeah i mean i assume it's the uh, wig and extensions and everything because it's super yeah. long but yeah her natural hair at this point like what was it i'm not really sure uh, why why didn't they go with it whatever whatever it is it's gotta whatever be better was, than that why weird did, yeah. stupid thing that they put on her mm-hmm. yeah it's, so, it's so not so even bad. a vulcan looking wig no like, it's really bad that's awful mm. it makes her ha- head look puffy i don't know it just it does not it's not flattering at all um, she's also got the weird yellow eyeshadow on all the time, which is just. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've still never noticed the eyeshadow, but I, yeah, I, absolutely, it's a, I, I take your word for it. No, yeah. Um, they all go down in the shuttle, and I'm like, hello, is anybody not going to see that? You know, like, right. there's got to be somebody out there that's like, I just saw a UFO, you know. The truth is out there. There's this weird can't. When they start going, walking into the. the uh, downtown area with everybody else. There's this weird camera thing they do, where they follow, you know, to Paul and um, Hoshi through the crowd, and it's 
they zoom way on in on to Paul and it looks really fuzzy. Like they did like a z- digital zoom from like an old camera. It's really weird the way that it's just for a split second, but I, I it was so odd that I noticed it. I, obviously I noticed it, <laughs> but yeah, like it just seemed like a really weird choice. Like why did they spend all this money on a set and then they zoom way in on her you know, I don't know. It didn't look good. Um, the teams have obviously split up. Let's split up and search for this ape man who eats hamburgers. Which is a fantastic idea when you're wandering around a place you've never been and yeah. <laughs> don't know what you're looking for. Uh-huh. Good call. Um, I did do a little bit of neutrino research because I was like, what the fuck are neutrinos? And oh, neutrinos are neat. Neutral subatomic particle with a mass close to zero and half integral spin, rarely reacting with normal matter. Basically, it's like, uh, you know, something that gets thrown off by radioactive and actually anything. Normally, react interaction with human tissue is next to zero. Um, they do interact, but it's only at you know, high quantities that it can be harmful. There is such a thing as a neutrino detector right now, um, Mm -hmm. which is how they're, how the atomic energy agency uses, you know, uses them to um, follow the treat of non-proliferation of nuclear weapons. So if you, uh, if you were really close to a supernova and you somehow avoided being, you know, incinerated, vaporized and converted to some type of exotic plasma, just the flood of neutrinos would be enough to kill you. Look up more for yourselves, bitches. Here's science. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Fuck <it>. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, it's a Renfair uh, planet. Oh, yeah, and time. again, because we have these in Star Trek a lot. Thank God, what is this, the Dark Ages? All right, so T'Pol and Hoshi are hanging around kind of trying to discreetly scan for neutrinos and such and mm-hmm. they notice that there's some people who's like shit on their face like a, like mm-hmm. lesions and uh, they look kind of kind of fucked up over I don't know wherever not there but nearby yeah, who's breaking and entering so the dudes find this shop where it looks like the neutrino signal is coming from and a hooded figure watches from the uh, shadows. Yes. Yeah. And Trip is obviously using like what totally looks like a sonic screwdriver. What? <laughs> like he whips that out and I'm like, what? What? Where'd you get a, a sonic, sonic sc- screwdriver, dude? <laughs> anyway. It totally looks like it. It does. Uh, so they call the ladies and tell them, hey, we found a thing. Um, yeah, thing. And then the mysterious, they, they get into the shop, they, they're tracing the signal and then the, the mysterious figure... Uh, has followed after them. Yeah. And uh, it's it's this lady, and she's And it's like, a beautiful woman. Not an yeah. ugly one, not a normal human being, but like, not a five, but like a beautiful woman. <laughs> right. Yeah. And absolute mm. 10 is just standing yeah. there holding a tiny crossbow. Tiny and it's awesome. handheld metal crossbow. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. I love this thing. I want one. It's so yeah. cool. It is very cool. I think it's my favorite prop so far yeah, in this show. Definitely. Definitely. It's like the coolest thing in this entire episode. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> and what would so, you call it? A hand crossbow? Yeah. Um I guess. A, ha- a hand bow. Yeah. A uh finger sticker. <laughs> <laughs> a finger 
Oh my god! And Cross, she, yeah, she knows bow. all. Of, right. I don't know. I'm just gonna sit here and just keep <laughs> coming up with shit. She knows all about the shop and knows something fucked up is going on. Did you and she dart. tells them that they've been getting night deliveries and people getting sick and dying because of something going on Index here. Death dart and finger banger. Awesome um, exposition. Yeah, it's like she just gives you everything that you need to know right there. We're off and running. I like it. And then she just drops because T'Pol has <laughs> shown up and shot her in the back, <laughs> like just dead ass shot her in the back. It's awesome. Yeah. Clever girl. Hoshi checks her ID thing or whatever. They say mm. her name and job. I, I love that, that Archer's like, how about we don't shoot people or something like that? And yeah. T'Pol's like, I'll try. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> just, we need to go. It's almost dawn. You know, she's just, she's just like very straightforward. And none like, of this should be this happening. No time for this shit. Yeah. I wouldn't have shot her in the back if you'd have just stayed on the ship and we'd have <laughs> scanned a lot more. Maybe we'd have found out more shit. And you created this problem, you dumb fuck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he's so they're all they're like we better get out of here and then Archer mm-hmm. uh now magically knows where she lives right and how uh, to get into her house how to get into her house and all this shit like that yeah uh, and she's i mean she obviously lives on the set of a fucking Stevie Nicks video <laughs> And is wearing and he oh god I was I almost did a spit take like I was drinking my rum and I was like I almost spit that shit out all over the computer. <laughs> it is pretty awesome. It's an awesome little set. Oh god, it's super cool. Um, he is wearing what can only be described as a romance novel cover shoot. <laughs> it is so so. I mean, just it's so like I don't know how to express the ick that yeah. makes it makes me feel it's just so like oh my lady yeah it's Ugh. bad now i'm picturing bacula on the cover of romance novels right. but like he's got longer hair and it's blowing in the wind and he has like and like he's in good shape but like it, like him having like ludicrously like, big uh, muscles yeah it's it's uh, <laughs> it is uh, stupid it looks like some shit they put fabio in and, and it, that would be on the yeah. cover of a romance it really does it's, you and it. it's really it's really ornate like it has these like completely superfluous like buckles and shit and it's just like oh the multiple belt looking things going across it's like a thing in costuming yeah. i've noticed yeah. like in sci-fi i was watching some farscape and there was some bad guy that just had a bunch of belts on his back and it's like what what, <laughs> what is the point Why? of that what is the <sighs> yeah so he's got that whole thing on oh and he has yeah. the sleeves that are tied on yeah Oh God, those crack! Oh, me dude, up. just lose the sleeves. Just lose the sleeves. Just have it. It's a vest, not have the silly looking shit on. Yeah, but the sleeves well, that are it like is, tied it is on. A medi- that is a medieval thing, but it's just so silly. It's so silly in this whole thing. It looks costumey. It, it looks. It looks. Con- yeah, that's. Yeah, that's. It makes that's you it. think that's about it. it as a costume. Yeah, that's the. That's what it is. Yeah, which you can so, kind of get away with, like how they did with T'Pol and Hoshi, because right. it looks awesome. Because it looks beautiful. Uh, yeah, but yeah. on him, it just looks silly, and it does. we don't see a whole lot of trips thing. But like, on the guys, uh, I think overall it just kind of looks silly. Yeah. Um, she tells him the name of the shop owner. Um, he's playing super dumb and it's totally not a stretch. Um, and all I can think of from this scene is when like Andy from Parks and Rec 
is like talking about how he's in the FBI and like <laughs> play acting. You know, like it's it's so like he's he's telling her he's an investigator. And Burt I can't Macklin. tell you any. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I can't Starfleet tell you. Starfleet Burt you know. Macklin. Right, right. That's There's exactly the energy that, that's going on. You know, it's it's such a like, <laughs> oh, it's like a bad pickup, you know? Yeah. I can't really tell you where I'm from. I'm I'm in the FBI. And- <laughs> this guy boring you? Why don't you talk to me instead? I'm from a different planet. We kind of saw it uh, in her first scene, but here we see that this, uh, as we mentioned, just absolute supermodel, just cannot act. Yeah. She's not good at all. She's very bad at this. She didn't have a whole lot of credit. She had several credits before this, but she only had a couple after this. Oh, really? She just kind of hung it up uh, Mm. after a couple of really bad TV movies after this. Interesting. And that's it. So they pick up that the shop has an energy and dampening field all around it, and they can't pick up anything on the sensors. We're back in the shuttle. And I'm wondering, there's no bathroom. I'm assuming they brought rations. Where are they sleeping? Yeah, right? There's no room in that shuttle for that. Yeah, and they're not taking off and landing and all that. They're, I mean, they just couldn't possibly be doing that. Uh, but also... The outfit Trip is wearing is fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's got like these like little poofy things going uh, coming out of the of the overshirt. Like it's in a, like a long line. It's just it's so. You can't come out dressed like that. You're all puffed up. <laughs> you look like the Count of Monte Cristo. Are you a big Monty Python fan? Not like big fan. I, I I know some of the skits and stuff, but okay. You know. There's there's a skit where um, it's the the boat is sinking and um, it's kind of that take on um, when the Titanic sank, where they had like men who were dressed up as women, so they get on lifeboats. The the whole bit is that people are dressing up in whatever costumes they can find to get on the lifeboats. By the end of the uh, the skit, this is your captain speaking. Do not rush for the lifeboats. Women, children, red Indians, spaceman, and sort of an idealized of a complete Renaissance man first. <laughs> that is what this reminds me of. It's so funny. That sketch is in an episode called Mr. and Mrs. Brian Norris's Ford Popular. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, to Paul... Uh, suggests that they simply talk to the shop's shopkeeper. How'd you find all this out? We talked to people. Flash the next day, which is where I wondered about, like, hey, wait, <laughs> you know, like, how are they sleeping? When they're in the shuttlecraft, Trip uh, says, well, let's just, like, abduct them and cure them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and God. then when T'Pol points out, that is fucked up, mm-hmm. and humans used to be freaked out. Uh, by close encounters of the third kind. Right. Everyone in the town saw the UFOs. Police chief, mayor, they all saw the fucking UFOs, all right? And I'm curious. I asked people what it was like. Oh, man, it was incredible, incredible. People came from miles around to look at them. A lot of people came armed. Excuse me? Bringing shotguns to UFO sightings, man. Kind of brings whole new meaning to that phrase, you ain't from around here, are you, boy? Archer looks really annoyed at this. Like, there's a shot to him where he's like, oh, why is she talking? Gah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's just, oh, God. Yeah. He hates it when she's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's it. That's what it is. Yeah. He hates it when she's right because she's Vulcan. 
mm-hmm. and whatever. I don't know. It just she's like, just talk to the shopkeeper first. Like, what if yeah. what if you did things in order and like got information <laughs> first before you <laughs> did things like I don't know, fly a shuttlecraft down to a Renfair planet? <laughs> exactly. In the daytime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, arguably they might see it more at night because it would be like a like thing yeah. flying through the sky. But still, I mean. D- what am yeah. I saying? They wouldn't see it more if it was at night. I yeah. don't know. It's there's there's no good way to do this. Nope. So that's why you don't do it. But yeah. oh well, they did it. Way to go. Uh, so they go to this shop. Evidently, I, I looked this up. Evidently, um a lot of the pro a lot of the, the things in that room were a variety of old props from the old Star Trek storefront storeroom. Oh, okay. So there's a ton of like old Star Trek props in that curio shop. Yeah. Well, that sounds cool. It doesn't look like it, though. Doesn't it just look looks like, like, it, like mm-hmm. a ye olde Victorian-era yeah. uh, room where a guy who wears a smoking jacket is like, yeah. look at all the things I stole from Africa. Yeah, exactly. It's it's Pier 1 and TGI Fridays exploded. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> the dude playing the shopkeeper is just so slimy, and uh, he's he is so upsettingly awful. I, I hate this guy. I didn't read him as slimy. I just thought he was a terrible actor. Right. I can't. That's the thing. I can't figure out like you hate him automatically. Like immediately you hate this guy's guts. So does that make him a good actor? Or is he just terrible and a terrible actor and you hate him because of that and the bad guy thing? I can't. It's just it's he's so awful. I'm a bad guy. I'm going to fall on it's that he's a bad actor. He's kind of, maybe he's typecast as that or something. Right, maybe, yeah. Because he has this great voice, which he's used to voice villains in a lot of, uh, like, DC uh, DC comics, like, um, um, animated shit like Batman. Right. He, he, he plays villain. he voices over villains a lot. Well, obviously. Um, what else would he get yeah. to be good for? Really? Like, <laughs> yeah. seriously, it's just, he's so, like... I, I'm going to fall, though, on the... That he's just not that good because he's draining. He is. He is. He's just has a draining presence. He's on and he's talking and you're just like. Ugh. Yeah. If I met him in person, I would instantly say "fuck off." Like that would be my just my first like. He'd say hello and I'd be like "fuck off." Yeah. You know, just <laughs> I don't like him at all. <laughs> yeah, a great villain pulls you toward them. Yeah. In a, in a way that you don't want to be. And exactly. this guy, I was just like, just, oh my God, they just like opened you. the book of typecast villains mm-hmm. and just called him and he did an audition. Like, yeah. just, it, it's, it's, I think he's fucking awful. Honestly. He really is awful. I'm sorry to this dude. Yeah. Uh, but like, whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad he's gotten to do a bunch of. Like, like he was Killer Croc in a lot of the Batman stuff. That makes sense. I mean, for for animation, that would be a great voice. Yeah, he's got a fantastic voice for a bad guy. Uh, so they're like, "Hey, um, you're really an alien." And he's like, "Hey, you really <laughs> you are, are too." too. <laughs> they're like, "Okay, <laughs> um, yeah." Yeah, and he says that the animator reactor is just a replicator, and and Florida man gives Ahab a total that's bullshit look. Okay, yeah, yeah, he does. He it just gives him that like now. It's a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> you know when somebody's like, man, come on, come on over. I got a fantastic sea dude to sell you, and you're like, no, nah, man, you just know, you just know that some bitch got an old busted up one. <laughs> yeah. He shined it up, but it don't go. <laughs> it's gonna break down. 
It's gonna break down on you. It's, it's gonna look shiny. It's gonna break down on you. I don't know. Fucking <laughs> Jacksonville, whatever. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> um. So they're like, yeah, you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they're on to me that I'm full of shit. And then some other customers come in, and he's like, all right, yeah. get out, get out. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll show you the thing some other time. Yeah, right, that's the right. ticket. Yeah. yeah. This is the first time this dude has seen aliens in uh, however long he says it is. And he's just yeah. like, he's just like, uh, yeah, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. And Trip is like, he could feed and clothe the entire continent with that quote unquote replicator. Something is fundamentally wrong with the society that we're living in today. Oh, God. And yeah. And Ahab is just dressed like a terrible production of Romeo and Juliet. It's just <laughs> so, oh, my God. It's so bad. So they go to the <laughs> God. Um, so Archer and Paul go to um, the apothecary. Rihanna, R- R- I don't know whatever her name is. It's yeah, Rihanna. Rihanna. R- R- it's Rihanna. Rihanna. I assume it's just Ryan with like a dash in the middle. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look at the thing. What did, yeah. you, you watch it with the subtitles on? What did it? Yeah, what, how do you spell her name? R I A N N. Okay, Rihanna. Say my name. Rianne. You're goddamn right. He introduces to Paul as a fellow scientist, and I feel like Rianne should be like, what's a scientist? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm assuming the Universal Translator I, yeah, did that's, something I was like, else. Like, I was like, obviously, the you know, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. But still, um, well, whatever. And she tells to Paul not to touch anything, which I thought was kind of good. I was like, ha oh, <laughs> don't touch my shit, you know. Yeah. Uh, but she's so. But she does scan everything. As they're having this conversation, to Paul is kind of on the sly scanning shit and whatever, and putting test she, strips in the things. Yeah, yeah. The, I like the test strip uh, mm-hmm. thing because, like, we have those now. That's uh, yeah. they didn't go high tech with that, and yeah, why not? I mean, mm-hmm. it, that would work yeah. perfectly for this application. So I yeah, like that exactly. they didn't. She didn't yeah. like space strip or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, do something that glowed or whatever. Um, and Rion is vaguely describing like what sounds like radiation poisoning, but it's, but they, it's not when they figure it out later. But, um, and she says her brother was one of the first victims. So obviously she has like a personal stake. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And she tells them they do deliveries of crates to various places around the city and then they, the crates vanish. So she's she doesn't know what exactly what's going on, but she's trying to figure it out. Yeah, and so T'Pol's like, okay, um, I have all my stuff, John, quote unquote, because yeah. for, for no reason he said my name's John. Like, yeah, he could have easily just said Archer. Yeah, why not? Who, who, right. She's not gonna go the one from the spaceship. Like, what? Why? <laughs> why be weird about your name? You could just go by Jonathan. I mean, I I guess yeah. I whatever i don't know whatever yeah um i mean he, she, he's very bad at keeping secrets in this God, episode no shit <laughs> and keeping his head on straight around like the, a pretty woman i guess uh-huh. which look i've had that happen to me i've been talked into doing things that i didn't want to do <laughs> because <laughs> eyelashes were batted like i i get that but <laughs> come on man yeah no doubt but yeah he's all you know she's like you know stop with the warm you know with the cultural contamination chill out you know and he's like um we have to save these people and she's like uh-huh yeah okay we have to save these people looking back at rian she just looks over at her and then looks at him and goes enjoy your tea yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh lord it would have been too on the nose for her to be sipping tea as she's looking at him 
Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> it would have been great. Just enjoy your, t- you know, uh, yeah, yeah. G- cut to the gif or whatever of like of Kermit <laughs> <laughs> drinking sun tea, drinking the yeah. tea. And again, that's none of my business. This tea, though. <laughs> so and she while she's back on the ship Flox is like super impressed with Rian's techniques and the you know because they're showing like pretty cool looking um medieval uh oh, there's a word for those type of books and I can't remember what it is but there's a physician or an apothecary's um basically a grimoire oh, okay. um where they you know draw the plant and then they talk about the plant's um attributes and what it's good for and things like that and that's basically like you know what you go by it's like your own encyclopedia um and you add to it as as you you know learn cool i think the word is grimoire i'm not sure which she said he says she would have made a fine vol- uh, physician on vulcan or on earth and i'm interested to note that he does not say denobula i thought about that too i, I think that it's like okay i think that when you're writing that you think about that for a second and it's like i don't know yeah. if anybody has denobula memorized yet as that's Flox's thing uh so maybe you, you scratch it out maybe after that's that. why yeah, maybe that's why. This is the thing that I was talking about earlier where it's a worthwhile question when discussing the prime directive. Had this person been born on a federation planet, they could have become mm-hmm. an incredible physician or a uh, medical research scientist or that kind yeah. of thing. That's almost an argument against the prime directive. Right. Cuz it's like we could lift a civilization up and yes. we don't do that and it's a worthwhile yes. question i don't know what the answer is to that because that's been sort of the ongoing debate uh right. in trek for forever so i don't really have a side on that i think it's a, a very worthwhile question it is i am very on the side of the prime directive um, because only because there have been plenty of times when they try when in the in our own history that they have tried they have thought that they were lifting people up and it just goes horribly wrong every time. Yeah, it, it can also it also works as a um, a barrier against colonialism. Yes, because it's really easy to exploit people. Uh, that yes. are less um, technologically advanced. Right. And we know and, that and from our, our own Earth history, don't we? Exactly, exactly. I mean, and, and there's plenty of examples where, you know, the white culture thought that they were lifting people up by taking them, by taking the, the uh, very good example, American Indian children out of their, you know, primitive homes and putting them into, you know, schools and teaching them, you know, reading and writing and everything, but also completely erasing their culture. That's a perfect example. Subjecting them to abuse and religious indoctrination. And the idea is primitive versus civilized. Right, right, right. And that is a very dangerous, you know, line to to balance on. Because primitive culture isn't primitive. That's a cultural bias that we have. Sure, yeah. That's where that goes so wrong every time and every empire probably has done this to some extent or another just the 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 spanish when they came over to you know the mesoamericans and it was adopt our religion religion or die oh yeah you know i mean they just soaked the entire 
southern half yeah. of the co- continent in blood. It, it was it's yeah. it's terrifying what they did. And in their minds, they were elevating them. Right. Because they believed that their religion was the true religion. So to them, it was like, well, but we are helping them. Mm-hmm. What is really helping? That's the issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, so, you, so you can't get to, to infinite diversity in infinite combinations if you're eliminating diversity. Exactly. Right. You can't get there. Bingo. You gotta, you gotta Bingo. let people be them. Mm-hmm. I love when Trek does this with just sort of like offhand remarks. They can build a little history there or yeah. kind of ignite a conversation here and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So I, I, for that reason and Flox's delivery of it, like, cause there's a way yeah. to do this, like, oh, these primitives, you know, but that's not how he did it. He's just like, exactly. well, the circumstance is what it is, you know, well, well yeah. okay, yep. you know, it's whatever. Yep. The main crux of the scene is to let the audience know that the contamination, the water has been contaminated with a synthetic compound, a very toxic synthetic compound that is used as an industrial lubricant. I don't like the word lubricant, but anyway. <laughs> no other single factor is more important than correct lubrication. That's why this great industry uses only high-quality lubricants, top-notch oils and greases that help make possible the economical production of many products made of steel that are essential to our daily work and welfare. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not it's sure, not. but I think that this particular thing, uh, tetracine, tetracine, saying, uh, cycline, tetracycline, n- something like that. Uh, I think it, um, I tried Googling it. Uh-huh. Tetra, it looks like tetracaine with but with an e on the end. Anyway, eight six two two. I think uh-huh. it really exists. Um, wow. uh, but definitely things very similar to it do exist as like industrial runoff yes. chemicals and things. So um, yes. I'm not entirely sure if they hard hard sci-fied this, but um, close. If not, it's, yeah. it's pretty close. Yeah. But he's he's like, yeah, this toxic shit's all in the groundwater, and looks like that mm-hmm. is what's making people sick. So back on the set. I mean, planet. Um, Ahab <laughs> and Rianne are on a stakeout, and the Universal Translator stops working. LOL. Yeah, this whole this whole thing is they're just kind <laughs> of sitting in a well lit corner <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on a stakeout. Uh-huh. I really think this would have been funny if they had snacks. Oh, that would have been so good. There's been a couple like, different like, like uh, stakeout scenes and things like uh, Seinfeld and like all the cop movies and stuff where they always have coffee and snacks. I should have gone in with them. No, you stay here in the car. I may need you. What do you need me in the car for? I might need you to get me a soda. I knew there. I know there's a bit in one of the one of those silly movies that makes fun of everything. They're shelling uh, pistachios. Okay. And they're and they're throwing them out the window and when they finally get out of the car there's this enormous mound of pistachio <laughs> shells that he has to like push his way through. I can't remember what movie it was, but it was hilarious. But that's yeah, they would to- they should totally have snacks. This is going to take a long time. So you may want to get some snacks. No, no, that's all right. I think I can wait for it. Well, I'm going to get food. So they're trying to do the stakeout thing. The uh majigger translator bobber stops working <laughs> and his solution to this instead of saying uh hold on a second is he just like makes out Kisses with her. her yeah so they do the stakeout make out it's cringe um it's very cringe <laughs> yeah plus like yeah. he doesn't know what the customs are for all he knows they're yeah. married now like it, right <laughs> 
right. Maybe that's how our species gets pregnant. Like you don't. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they True. do not do that at all. She'd be like, "Why did you put your mouth on my mouth? That's fucking that's gross. So gross. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you True. lick my nostril like a normal person would in this situation? <laughs> like." He doesn't know what they do. No, it's true. It's true. That's very good. That's very good. Yeah. And he gives her the, you know, the old someone was walking this way thing, which is, it's so very, very on the nose. But yeah. And then they see the bad guy track. He stacks three crates into the carts and then they follow. They go out to the woods. A different set under a stunningly bright moon. Yes. An incredible, which, you know, they haven't said anything about the moon or moons situation. True. It's it's ridiculous how well lit it is at night. <laughs> He's got the, the, the old old ye oldie cart, and he, he yeah. puts it out in the middle of the thing, <laughs> and then a shuttle, which looks looks kind of cool. The design it's it's mm. not great CG, but the design isn't bad. That's, yeah, the design yeah, yeah it's, the design's fine. Uh, which is all lit up and bright in the middle of the night, and it can't be that far from the city. You know, right. they, they can't have gone right. that far. Nobody's sweating. And so yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not like they trudged for hours uh-huh. to go out in the middle of nowhere. And he literally beams up the cargo like he doesn't. Uh-huh. This this ship doesn't have uh, teleporter, uh, the transporter technology, but it just physically lifts up the boxes yeah. and puts it in a giant ship that leaves. Mm-hmm. So night after night, we're supposed to believe that no one notices this, this spaceship yeah. come down beam up these boxes and whatever or i mean not even necessarily see what it's doing because of the woods but that like a bright green light comes out of it and then it flies away yeah no one's out there looking at this no one's like Uh it came last night we should go see if it comes again and it's a witch and whatever because this is medieval shit and we don't know what anything is and (laughs) but no 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 one notices this at all nobody notices yeah it's not like everyone's inside watching tv yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. That's why we have uh, all the ancient astrology bullshit that we have uh-huh. is because people because went we, outside yeah. and looked at the stars while they talked and uh-huh. hung out because there wasn't a, a thing to do. Else Stare to at do. the fire, I guess. Uh, yeah. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> oh, God. It was so fucking stupid. So fucking yeah. Stupid. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. wow. And she's like, wow, I guess, because she can't act and she doesn't yeah. react. She, she reacts to nothing amazing in this. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, she's she should be like, holy fucking shit, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And she's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Everything that she sees in this is just world-changing, uh, up is down, black is white kind of stuff. Uh, the gods walk among them, but she's just like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they could put that down to directing. You know, that can, could be put down to directing, but at the same time, it's like she could do something with her eyes or her face or something, and but she just doesn't. She's just like, wow, that was cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they're getting shot at. He tells her to stay put, and he goes off with his plastic gun. Uh, there's a fight scene over plastic guns, and the music in this scene is so weird. Yeah. It's so, like, I don't know if you noticed it, but it's the strangest music. I remember um, it just kind of being like big loud Star Trek fight dun, 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 music or something. I don't. It, I don't. It, it seemed a little odder than that. Like I, I don't know. It, it maybe it, maybe it was just something I know. You know, I was like being picky about. But I was like, what the fuck? It seemed really bad in comparison. Gotcha. 
One thing I like is that so when he's like, stay here, and then he goes to go fight the guy, she immediately does not. She immediately does not, yeah. That's cool. I was like, <laughs> yeah. that's cool. That's like the second coolest thing she's done besides like yeah. the little um the little tiny crossbow. I love tiny crossbow. I love the tiny crossbow. Yeah. Why didn't she have tiny crossbow? Right. That would have been so rad if like so they're fighting and the dude is like beating the shit out of Archer and she tiny crossbows the guy in the in the, in the back. Yeah. That would have been cool. would have been great. And it's and cheaper. And it would have been a callback, too. Yeah, it would have been a good callback, and it's cheaper. It's cheaper uh-huh. to shoot the thing, and the guy go, oh, and then like fall yeah. down, and you have the little thing fake sticking out of his thing. Instead of having to pay a, a zillion, whatever it costs, a zillion dollars to have the laser, the, fa- the phaser mm-hmm. shoot, and have to draw that in. Yeah. That would have been so much yeah. cooler. But no, no, no. We can't have her actually do anything. Yeah, yeah. Just stand there and look at it and be like, "Wow." Yeah. So, dude gets knocked out, and Ahab peels peels off his skin to reveal that he is a fucking reptilian. Yeah. Fucking David Ike was right all along. <laughs> what makes you think Bush is for sure? Well, not least because of the number of people, um, ridiculous number of people, who have told me over the years that they've seen Father Bush. Um, shapeshift many times so when they get caught shapeshifting it's because they can't control that it comes out every once in a while like sometimes a yeah yeah i mean I, do, do I, they ever like go for a bug <laughs> oh my god he finds yeah. the illuminati is behind it after all and rian sees the lizard skin on the dude and is just like supernaturally calm about it yeah she's like ah <laughs> that's weird <laughs> what yeah doesn't really react, to, barely reacts to like anything at all. When they tra- when they're not transported, but when they like tractor beamed up the boxes, and she's like, "Have you ever seen anything like that?" Yeah, there's that. That's yeah. the biggest reaction she does to uh, space magic, basically. Yeah, and yeah. I, I found that very, very odd. That that's it, and he's just like, uh, "Actually, I have." And then and then the attack happens in the Trek fight. Yeah. I, looking at whatever I was looking at about this, um, probably Memory Alpha or something. Mm. I don't know. Originally, the stunts and everything. Oh, oh, we know who the stunt guy is, right? It's yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Diamond Far- Farnsworth. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> man's man of all man's mans, uh, uh-huh. Diamond Farnsworth, they had a the fight was bigger and like way more brutal. Huh. Like apparently it was like fucked up. Finish him. And they, they they pulled it back. Maybe that's why the music was like that. Probably so. I, I guess so. Huh. And they, they kind of pulled it back and were like, uh, let's not quite so much. And then huh. cut it a little bit for time and, and, and whatever. But apparently it was a whole lot more intense I guess they were trying to get to a place where the mask would come off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they didn't need to. I think it was fine what they did. I just wish they, what they did. I wish it would have ended yeah. a, a better. Like she shoots him. That yeah, that would have been really good. Yeah, and this is odd because they switch. Like they, the next scene is them walking into the sh- the bad guy shop. With, well, he's telling her the end of everything. Like, he's telling her everything. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling Unbelievable. you, you can get a straight man to tell you anything. We will do <laughs> and say anything you want. We're so easily just like, she's just like, anything else okay. you want to tell me? And he looks at those big brown eyes and he's like, <gasps> I'm an alien. From blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it just all <laughs> spills out. But my my question is, though, so they beat up the dude 
And do they just get just leave him on the ground? <laughs> I guess so. Why I'm, didn't they? He could have like signaled the ship and been like, beam this dude up and interrogate him or something. Oh my God, that's a great idea. Why didn't I think why, of that? Why didn't they do that? They still don't like beaming people in this. They've already yeah. beamed people. They've already beamed the captain. They Yeah, they've done it multiple times. I don't know why he can't be after that. He's he's like, well, I've been beamed. Beam his ass up and then put him in the brig. And, and, and find out what the fuck they're doing here. Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. That's a great point. Yeah, <laughs> they just leave him there, I guess. They're in the, the bad guy shop and uh, he miraculously knows how knows exactly how to use the little device. Which yeah. has no buttons, <laughs> no like symbols on it whatsoever. It's just yeah. like a like a piece of plastic that has like three buttons. He could just and he use somehow managed Malori, Malorian, Malurian, yeah, Malur, Malurian. It's Mal- technology, Malurian. Yeah. yeah, so he could just magically use Malurian technology. No uh, problem until he can't, which happens until he pretty can't. Soon. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so they go into this thing. Because uh, now he has the, the key fob and he can make it mm-hmm. uh, unlock the, the door. Looks yeah. like they're mining some shit. And yeah. they... and it's the same like the Vulcan tele- spy telescope room thing where they're like, they look at it and they're like, whoa, you know, and it's like that, that same like um, large room that's CGI'd behind a window yeah. kind of thing. It's that same kind of look. Or he's like, oh, and she's just like, I am here. Yeah. <laughs> She's oh, like Kristen Stewart in Twilight. She's just there. <laughs> she just kind of looks at the thing, whatever's going oh. on, and okay, I'm just gonna passively go through this whole thing and just, yeah, whatever. <laughs> at least this, unlike Twilight, this isn't like a creepy Mormon celibacy propaganda thing. But <laughs> and I believe that in 30. Yeah, and at this point, why didn't Ahab have more security sent down? Seriously. Wait, where are the other three? I forgot. Wait, they, they went back to the ship. They went back to the ship, yeah. They got changed out of their Renfair clothes because we see them mm-hmm. on the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd send security uh, at this point. Yeah. They f- <laughs> they're, they're like, okay, so this thing's fucked, and then uh, it, things are, are shitty, and... Uh, they're mining of the explosives, uh, explosive compounds or whatever the shit they're mining mm-hmm. for is what yeah. is making people sick. They're this industrial shit is right. So they're like, we got to fuck these guys up. Go planet! By your powers combined, I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, he's a hero. I mean, it's kind of a cool like, let's do some eco terrorism right. kind of thing. Yeah, totally, uh, totally. I'm, I'm down. I'm down with that. In, yeah, in this particular instance all right yeah yeah because the guy the the mwahaha i am evil yeah. bad guy is <laughs> yeah. like is like who cares um they're just g- a couple thousand people nobody's gonna notice yeah something yeah yeah it's very shitty very super villain so it's like all right yeah, yeah. fuck this guy you know yeah fuck it trip offers to come down he's he's like let me come down there and take it apart which take a crack at it pretty good idea uh archer still forgetting that the transporter exists uh is yeah. is just like no we don't have time 
<laughs> you do, because a transporter takes five seconds. So yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. And the cover's been blown. You already told the girl, like, everything. You're from a ship and you're an alien. So yeah. why not have Trip come down yeah. there? I, I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> I happened to pause it uh, at that moment when it's on a shot of the alien screen and like language. And the work that the creative team for the Star Trek universe does for alien languages and shit like that never ceases to make me happy. Yeah. Like they are so good at that. Like they're good because the thing about it is there's like this line you have to walk where it needs to be understandable to the audience that this is a computer screen and it has to be you know, but it has to be alien enough to, you know, not be comprehensible. So it's, it's just really good. They're so good at it. Like the Cardassian um, look uh-huh. is amazing. And the, just all of it is just so, so good. Um, that creative team is just fantastic. Like no matter how bad the episode is, they are always good. Definitely. Uh, Vulcan. Oh yeah. The script. Vulcan designs, Vulcan scripts all yeah. look really, really cool. Yeah. The Bajoran um, oh, yeah. imagery and design. Like, it's mm-hmm. all distinct. It's all got its yeah. own thing. Klingon is always awesome. Everybody's yep. kind of favorite. It's the, the, where things are spiky and rust colored and green and brown and gray yeah. and the metal. N- nothing looks thin. Everything looks like it's made to be like pounded yeah. on a whole lot. And it right. totally works. <laughs> it's some of the best stuff in Trek is, is those kind of design choices are great. Yeah. They manage to uh, create like to to marry the personality of the culture with the script which is just i mean again another create i mean the design is just amazing they're so good at it they find the machine with the dampening field well she does actually yeah and she's like pick yellow and ahab's like no i want to pick blue and i'm like does his character revolve around the proving the women around him correct <laughs> so far <laughs> so he just gets up in the morning it's like how many women can i tell no i'm gonna do no. it my way and then they're right over and, and over again every time they're right never learn his lesson yeah listen to women doesn't have just like one connotation right now you know what i'm saying like yeah. When you're a fucking dumbass and you're wrong about everything, start listening to them. Oh, my God. The, uh, the Goros guy, which, uh, great band name. Uh, sorry, not a band name. Well, actually, yeah, that is a band yeah, name. Yeah, um, not bad. But the, the guy, uh, Goros, who's the, the villain, is is like, Enterprise is sending a shuttle to come and get you and rescue both of you. Uh, you're going to take her with you. She's going to go live on an alien spaceship. She still has no reaction yeah. whatsoever to this yeah. news. <laughs> You're going to go live in space, which yeah. exists, and you don't know about that. You don't that. even know about that, yeah. But it's just, you're going to go live in the night. And yeah. the, the thing that comes out at night is a whole place, and you can go live in it, and you're going to. <laughs> and she just, no, no reaction, reaction whatsoever. whatsoever yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Not like, yeah. but, but my life, my shop. Wait, what? Yeah, hold no. on, hold on. Yeah. What is space? Uh, on the bridge, everything goes to shit. Yep. My bra. Okay. So, so the bad guys have just been on the other side of the planet, evidently completely invisible to Enterprise. That's ridiculous. That's fucking dumb as shit. They didn't see them or they were just like, like Enterprise is on one side of the planet doing an orbit and they're on the complete exact opposite side of the planet doing an orbit. Come on. 
That's yeah. fucking awful. I don't buy that at all. This it's huge ship. Terrible. This ship is huge compared it's to huge. Enterprise. Yeah, it's huge. 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 It's going to have a massive energy signature. And they are kicking the shit out of Enterprise. Yeah. It's kind of hilarious. It is. And for some reason, this is so weird. Why does the bad guy say that Ahab is already dead? Yeah, I kept thinking what? that that would pay. I feel like we lost something in an edit somewhere. I'm, I'm I, thinking I, that's I don't get true. That. Yeah, because that was like, why does he even bother saying that? That's so strange. The only thing I can think of is that they had like, like there was a scene where he tied Ahab up, Ahab up on the tracks, you know, and there was a train <laughs> coming and he just walked away and was like, yeah, he's dead, you know. <laughs> Close the tank! Aren't you even going to watch them? They could get away. No, no, no. I'm going to leave them alone and not actually witness them dying. I'm just going to assume it all went to plan. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Off to buy more mustache wax. Does the whole, like, super bad guy, a few thousand Akali won't be missed, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, And somehow, can we maneuver, like, someone in the GOP to give that speech? (laughs) <laughs> like can we can we like force like trick mcconnell into giving that speech and like record it show it on on the news or i don't know it's i don't just, think I it'll like, take too much effort i think no. you can just kind of have somebody hang around him for a couple of days and eventually he'll say something like that <laughs> he'll say the exact same thing yeah fuck all these people and then on the bridge uh so trip starts undermining to paul because to paul's like prepare <gasps> to leave orbit f- yeah. He loses his fucking loses mind. Loses his shit. He's just he's just starts screaming and yelling, "Belay that order! Don't listen to her!" And the, he calls. He the, tells Billy in the <laughs> engine room to vent the nacelles on his order. What the? F- How many times does she have to fucking save your dumb ass before you fucking believe that she is not out to get you? It's unbelievable. God, Every dumb. single week, this motherfucker. Every God. single week, he's like, "Nope, well, looks like she's a bad guy." Yeah. <laughs> oh, and she man. has to be like, "I'm not going to leave the captain. I just said prepare to leave orbit." And he's like, "Oh," but doesn't apologize. He just stands there. Yeah. At least he gets the, the oh look yeah. on his face. Yeah. At least at he least. looks stupid in front of everybody. Yeah. God. Shit. At least what? we get that because yeah. it's just. He just spazzes hard. He does. <laughs> he really does. Somehow man Ahab manages to bring down the dampening field, fucking around with an, a completely alien computer. Yeah. Um, it's way too good to be true, but the plot's got a plot. Well, he had no problem reading their tech uh, yeah. to get into the thing. Yeah. He just walks up to the, the, sh- the thing and goes, mm. bloop, bloop, beep, bloop. unlock, and okay, yeah. cool, beep. Like, no problem. He yeah. got through. He did like two or three different things with the with the key fob yeah. majobber, and then he gets to this thing. He's like, blue or yellow, and like couldn't, <laughs> couldn't figure it uh, out yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but the plot's got a plot. Uh, so Ahab and Rian leave, and the bad guy has disappeared by the way. Like, they just leave. Nothing happens to them. There's no, like, guards or anything. It just... That's true. They just go. You know? Where were... Yeah, where were, like, the... Bad guys. There's always, like... Yeah. Because they show up in, in a minute, yeah. but it's like, what? why weren't... Why didn't... Why weren't they around the room? Now, why do I surround myself with fools? Even the robots are smarter than you. Back on the ship, they're going to beam something up or something, and they're getting their asses kicked by this huge ship with way more firepower than them. So, and Hoshi asked the audience question, like, he's like, what are we going to do with this reactor, you know, once we have it? Like, how are we going to keep it mm-hmm. from them? And T'Pol and her checkoff hair 
say they say they should give the bad guys the reactor if they want it, which is good. Um, and Milk Toast's only contribution to this episode so far is looking confused when she says that. <laughs> That's, That's true. literally his only fucking contribution. I think he had a couple lines at the very beginning when they were like, "Oh, uh, there's nothing out here except a civilization." Hey, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> it, 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 I think he had a couple lines in that and has not had any yeah, after that. Nothing at all. since so, uh, yeah. They're on the street. You mean on the shitty Italian Renaissance fair set? Yes, they're on the Ren Fair set walking around shitty Italy. having an out loud speakerphone conversation yeah. on the on the, the communicator, uh, which is hilarious because he's like looks like he's trying to be sort of subtle. Like he did make some effort. But right. um one, no one is noticing this, which is odd. Um, uh-huh. And then uh, Tapal has he, he didn't tell her like where they are or, or like be quiet I'm on the street yeah. Um, yeah. and so she's just like Captain we are in a spaceship being shot at by a spaceship <laughs> you know while on the street just an uh-huh. out loud ass phone conversation no reaction of course from. Uh-huh. Um, hot chemical lady so yeah the bad guys start basically a firefight she went, well to paul has a line oh are you all right he said you've been killed <laughs> yeah i'm sorry but i don't picture a vulcan bothering with that question uh, yeah because obviously I he's just, not dead Right. Mr. Fist, did you die? And uh, so they, they're kind of like, yeah, uh, but whatever. They have some, they talk. I, I think that Rihanna lady then sees uh, Goros, the, the, the bad guy. Boring, yeah. bald, bad guy. Uh, and they turn around and look, and uh, he's just like lazily looking around. Like yeah. there's no urgency about this guy at all. Right. He's just kind of standing there like, huh. might get a bagel. Yeah. <laughs> So they start a firefight in the middle of the shitty Italy fair set. Shitty Italy. Yeah, Renaissance fair set. (laughs) That's a band name. (laughs) Shitty Italy. Um, So, and then they switch it back to the the ship. And T'Pol is better at tactical than anyone on the Enterprise, evidently. Um, They Mm -hmm. beam the reactor onto their ship and then immediately beam it right in front of the bad guy's ship and blow it up. That brings their... Fucking cool. Yeah, that that was great. That was like the best yeah. part of the whole fucking episode, honestly. Shouldn't that be what Reed came up with? Like I he's know. the tactical guy. He sucks, man. He sucks. I used to think it was stupid that Tuvok was like a security cop guy, yeah. but uh, he also worked tactical. Yeah. And so now I see. Okay, yeah, actually, Vulcans can be really sick at tactical, obviously, because that's a basic logic thing. Yeah. They want the thing. Yeah, we don't have weapons to directly do this. What if we extrapolate from the idea of giving it to them? Yeah. And you can get to like throwing it out in space in front of them and then blowing it up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I- I'm on board now. Like I- I'm almost done with Voyager. I'm on like season seven. Mm-hmm. I'm almost at the mm-hmm. end. And I'm just now on board with t- Tuvok as with the... Vulcan uh, tactics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then back in Shetty Italy, Rian has kind of the same idea to end the firefight. Like she's like, hey, blow up the oil in that lamp. As a general rule of thumb, if you see a barrel... You shoot it. And yeah. yeah, so that that was pretty cool. And they win the firefight. She had a cool idea. What would have made it way better is if she did it herself. <gasps> if she looked at him and said like, can that get hotter than blah, blah, blah yeah. degrees yeah. or whatever? He's like, uh, yeah. And she just grabs it and like Fires shot it. the thing. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think if she did something that awesome, Archer would be like, that's it. She's coming with yeah. us. <laughs> like he'd, be, he'd be just too in love at that point. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. And you're coming with me. Uh-huh. Then we have the denouement, the captain's log, which always makes me think of poop now. Thank you to whomever made that connection in my brain. What? what? Captain's log. Captain's log. Poop. Why is Captain's log poop? Because he left off a lo- He pinched off a log. Okay. I know. See? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Sorry, that's okay. not funny enough to like stick no, in my brain enough. That's okay. You can drop it. Just well, there was, cut that whole thing out. After the firefight, he's like, yeah, you guys are getting out of here. And they're like, fine. Yeah. And so they transport out. And Rian does sort of react to people vanishing in the middle of the street. Yeah. She kind of looks back like once or something and is like, all yeah. right, well, I guess that's a thing. This shit don't impress me, no. Well, and the thing about it is there's there's buildings all around them. People could be watching. People were watching. They were they were people were watching where they were shooting lasers at each other. Yeah. I mean, there's no prime directive, but no. like just eh, fuck it. There's just no effort yeah. at all. Ugh. I mean, on the bad guys part, I guess I get it, but I mean Yeah. You want to go back there. You want to be able to be seen. You want to get rid of these people. The archer and apothecary Rihanna lady, and then go back to mining your shit for explosives mm-hmm. or whatever. And mm-hmm. but they're just like, nah, let's just be the people with the laser hands, yeah. I guess, in, in whatever the religion that'll develop around this become. <laughs> I believe uh, witchcraft. Something she gets burned at the stake, you know, because she yeah. was involved. Yeah, she would get burned yeah. at the stake. We have found the witch. May we burn? Huh? He tells her that they took away the mining equipment and he's giving her the cure for the illness. And I'm assuming they also cleaned up the water supply as that's where the illness was coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Would they have to teleport out a bunch of the groundwater? I don't. It's still there. Right. I mean, maybe maybe this chemical goes away after a while and it'll become diluted enough yeah, or something. Yeah, uh, yeah it, it yeah. bothered me. That bothered me. Same here. So he says that the Vulcans are going to keep an eye out for the bad guys and, like, check in on her. Yeah. Well, I'm that's not sure really nice that. of them. What the <laughs> fuck? And they're probably sitting there going, God damn it, got to clean up another one of his fucking messes. Right. It. I mean, there's no Federation yet. Um I don't know who else would be the cop on the block that would stop people like the Malurians from poisoning innocent people. I mean, yeah, you probably don't want to make enemies of the Vulcans. No, I guess. No, I don't know. I mean, I guess they basically just leave you alone. But still, Earth does have a close relationship with the Vulcans. Yeah. yeah. So him doing all this bullshit really like jeopardizes a lot on Earth. I mean, I guess who else do they tell the? Actually, you know, it'd be cool to tell the Andorians. They're <laughs> 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 like, yo, those Malurians just straight like poison yeah. uh, people to make weapons. I feel like the Andorians are capable of some righteous anger. Oh, totally. And would just start fucking up Malurians uh, yeah. when they found them and shit. Yeah. I feel like that's who you go to. Totally. Like they're 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 I'm- the, the asshole that you can uh maneuver <laughs> into doing some good in the world. Yeah. In the well, in the galaxy, whatever. So, um, some interesting um trivia from this episode, now that it's, you know, finally fucking over. Um, the first day of filming for this episode was the September eleventh attacks. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
And they usually so start like, that early. First attack happened around like 8 a.m. or something like that. So they were probably yeah. work, probably working yep. already. Yep. They shut down. They shut down? Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That must have made filming really weird and strange. That had a big effect on the writing team. Oh, my God. Which yeah. we find later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big effect on the writing team. Um, the other piece of trivia I thought was good was that... Um, Mike Sussman, who I'm not sure what his role was. I think he was an, uh, an, a writer, one of the writers. Yeah. Um, the incorporation of the Malurians is like this interesting little in-joke. Um, during a TOS episode called The Changeling, um, the ch- Nomad, the, the bad guy of that episode, wipes out the Malurian race. That's great. It's a way for them to be like, these guys so they get, get their, their come up. And- <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that Enterprise is capable of doing. Um, mm-hmm. That's really fun. That was kind of fun yeah. sort of Easter eggs. I, w- I wish they did more. <laughs> Give me more yeah. of that. You know. I-, I went back and watched that episode, the-, the TOS episode, and they're just kind of mentioned at the beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. It would have been really cool to see them actually no, oh, that and all, been cool. all get their yeah, asses yeah, yeah. kicked by the... <laughs> By the, you know what it is? It's a Dalek. It's like a skinny Dalek. Yeah. And it talks like a Dalek, too. A floating Dalek. Kirk Unit. Yeah. Kirk Unit. <laughs> uh, take me to the creator. <laughs> that episode. So, this is season two, episode three of the original series. Mm-hmm. It is the first movie. Um, yes. If you took out all of the, uh, the stoner shots mm-hmm. out of. Star Trek the motion picture. It's basically all the same you thing, have yeah. is that exact episode. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, I told my wife, I'm thinking about watching the first Trek movie. No, no, no. No, I said, I'm thinking I'm going to watch a TOS episode that relates to the Enterprise episode that we're doing for the show this week. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay, that's cool. So we went ahead and put it on and. You know, enjoyed it. It's 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 good classic track. It is, um, yeah. It's a, it's yeah, definitely it's, a good one. Yeah, early season two. That's that's mm-hmm. good. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's, that's it's that's still pre Chekhov. Yeah. I forget how late he came in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was watching. I was like, dude, this is the first movie. Exactly. This is exactly yeah. the first fucking movie. This is the yep. motion picture. Yeah. And I told her I was like, I kind of want to watch motion picture after this. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're fucked up enough. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. That is not a sober movie. No. So no, I went and no, got no. a bottle of rum and, you know, what and other things that are legal in some places yeah. and not in others. Yeah. And then uh yeah, I got real fucked up and watched it. It was awesome. <laughs> Cause we the whole time we were just like, okay, is this movie more prog rock or right. more stoner metal? <laughs> I think it's more prog rock. I think it is too. Yeah. I was hearing a lot more synthesizers, like, like in my head, yeah, like I was definitely. just kind of like a, a rush and yes, yeah, yes, you know, like kind of thing while seeing what were at the time phenomenal effects, and some of them still really hold up. Mm-hmm. Like when they're going through V'ger, there's a lot of um, just light effects mm-hmm. that look like they're of the time, yeah. And then there's a bunch of practical ones where I guess it was like little models that they made and mm-hmm. then just moved a camera through it mm-hmm. slowly. Those still look great. Uh, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in practical special effects instead of over CG. Always, always, always. Oh, yeah. It always looks better. Absolutely agree. All the exterior shots of the Enterprise, which they spent 20 fucking minutes yeah. on. Um, and I remembered us talking about it because the, the first episode of, of Enterprise kind of does this yeah. where you're just flying around the exterior of the ship. 
that Enterprise and that shot, 1979, mm-hmm. looks 200 times better mm-hmm. than the NX-01 yep. because it's a real object yep. that they made and then just like filmed. Yep. And the NX-01 is always CG. I guess it's always CG mm-hmm. or at least it, it seems to pretty much always be CG. I think so. It has very little weight yeah. to it. It has very little... Um, presence. Yeah, presence. There you go. It just seems like a drawing. Exactly, yes. Mm-hmm. If you really have no idea what to call your band, then just pick one that starts with A, maybe, or B, or somewhere up there at the beginning of the alphabet. A dictionary usually helps. Um, I don't have any band names. Shitty Italy, but that doesn't work. Cause it's, <laughs> I like it. I like, I, I like shitty, shitty Italy. Italy. Yeah, well, um, the, <laughs> the dude's name, the bad guy's name. Goros. Goros. That's a good yeah. name. That's a good band. That's name. that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like that. Um, I had a couple couple written down. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What are they? Oh, uh, Draylin. Draylin is the name of the god thing that Trip uh, gave himself away by not knowing uh, in the shop. Oh, when the the bad guy was like, oh. "Welcome to my right, right, right. shop," and then. Uh, Trip's like, what's that there? And he goes, you don't no? know who Draylon is? is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that the Southern character got told, you ain't from around here, are you, boy? Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, so uh, Draylon, Stakeout, Makeout. Uh, yeah, Goros. Uh, I think those were the three. I like Stakeout, Makeout. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Stakeout, Makeout's good because that's a, that'd be a really fun. All of all three of those. Well, okay, so Shitty Italy and Stakeout, Makeout would be good for like either joke bands or like um, sometimes like hardcore bands. Yeah. Uh, or like power violence kind of stuff yeah. will have sort of joke names. Yeah. A great local one from a few years ago was American Cheeseburger. Yes. I mean, that's like the corniest name you oh, can imagine. Perfect, they were though. brutal as fuck. They yeah. were fantastic, fantastic power violence, maybe uh, I've heard it referred to the as. genre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, a lot of times they'll give themselves really stupid names. Nice. Yeah. Like as a joke. Yeah. And so I think Shitty Italy or Stakeout Makeout would be good. Because the cover of Stake, a Stakeout Makeout as a punk band, like a seven inch with two tough guy mustached cops making out would be nice. Pre- yeah. That would, would be, be pretty great. awesome. Oh my God. That would be amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, so I think totally. those are the three. I don't know which of those three, but I think all of them are pretty good. Recommendation? We've been using the music for uh, a band I'm in called Motherfucker. Uh, at the beginning and end of each episode. And uh, mm-hmm. our singer-guitarist has some, like a side project that's just her. So uh, and, and she's great, great songwriter. So ericastrout.bandcamp.com, uh, E-R-I-C-A-S-T-R-O-U-T, ericastrout.bandcamp.com would be my recommendation because uh, she's putting out some good music. Nice. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a couple of those songs and they're fucking great. So ericastrout.bandcamp.com is worth checking out. Yeah. Totally. What about you? What would be your recommendation? I have been di- disappointed in my own choices lately. <laughs> really? Well, I went through my, you know, all the the stuff on on my list in Netflix and I was like, let's just pick something and and just watch it and see see how it was. And I picked um Win- that movie Winchester. It was fine. <laughs> A, it wasn't scary. And it wasn't, you know, it was like 
you know, it could have been an episode of Supernatural. I mean, it was just, you know, it was fine. Okay. The sets were cool, but I think it was just mostly, you know, filmed at the fucking Winchester Mansion. So, like, obviously it was cool. And then I watched um, The Highwaymen, and that, God, that pissed me off. I don't it's, know what uh, either kept, of these are. I know the. I remember the okay, Highwaymen so, is that super group with, like, Johnny Cash and Chris Christopherson right. and shit. No. I wish I wish I had watched something about them, but um, no, it was it's a movie about the guy that um, brought down Bonnie and Clyde. Okay, and it's the movie stars Woody Harrelson, who I love, and Kevin Costner, who sucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He really sucks. Costner blows. The problem with it is I know a lot about the story of Bonnie and Clyde. Like I'm very familiar with the real historical events, and. What they did in the movie was really fucked up. Oh, wow. And yeah, they really, really, really twisted things to make Bonnie and Clyde look a lot more evil than they actually were. Huh, okay. And it was really pretty fucked up. Um, It was totally a back-the-blue fucking cop movie. Ugh, gross. And, I mean, the, the real dude who you know got them and everything was an amazing man he was a very interesting very um very smart um had a really cool and interesting life but he was also a fucking maniac cop who who played him he he was that was kevin costner i figured yeah so he was he was way more boring in the movie than he was in real life i'm guessing definitely not a black and white kind of guy Definitely had a lot of shades of gray, but um, but the way they did the movie just pissed me off because, like I said, I I know a lot about what happened with with the with Bonnie and Clyde, and they really demonized Bonnie and Clyde a lot more than they should have. Okay, huh? All right. Anyway, but so yeah, I I'm disappointed in my own choices. <laughs> I'll have these aren't so I'll much recommendations as mendations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So don't don't watch those two movies. I mean, Winch- like I said, Winchester. If you just want something fun to watch at night, you know, and with not a lot of brain power, that was very fun to watch. Otherwise, you know, don't watch it. <laughs> cool. Hey, you know what would uh, suck? What if we had a whole bunch of commercials and shit? Yes. Like this show has no commercials right now. Wouldn't it just interrupt everything and just be shitty if we just had to stop and just go like, hey, you should get this uh, mattress that's folded right. up and scents. Or you should dye your hair with this stuff and get Hello Fresh and blah, 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 blah. You don't know yeah. how to cook. Get all the food stuff sent to you and <laughs> pay more money than if you just like went to the grocery store and com- went online and found a fucking yeah. recipe. Uh, <laughs> so let's avoid all that. Let's avoid stupid having to do commercials, which look, you're going to skip mm-hmm. through anyway. You're going to press the little exactly. button. Little, you got the forward 30 or the 15 or whatever. You're going to mash that until you don't hear the music underneath it. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone does. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, let's not have to do that because we might have to because none of this shit's free uh, as far as the yeah. podcasting stuff goes. Luckily uh, for you, listener, hailing frequencies are open. Tell us about something interesting, something that you want to signal boost, something that's awesome. Maybe it's your own business. Uh, maybe yeah. it's uh, a charity that you want to let more people know about. Uh, maybe it's an awareness campaign. Uh, yes. I don't know. Whatever your thing is. 
So, but yeah, if you want to do that, email us at wearestartrekstuff at gmail.com. Um, I've also got the Instagram uh, going, which is Star Trek Stuff Podcast. Um, and get in touch with us and we'll, you know, we'll be happy to boost your, your, um, charity business, whatever you want to do. We'll be happy to do that for a, a nominal fee. Um, we're just interested in paying the bills. We're not interested in making a profit here. We just love it. Yeah. Believe me, it's going to be way cheaper than certain huge networks have where they charge yeah. you a lot for that. So yeah. We're really not looking at a whole lot, but we want to be listener supported. We don't want to have to yes. tell you uh, to buy CBD oil or some bullshit. <laughs> some other... <laughs> hey, take this placebo. With that, uh, I think that's about it. I think we're wrapped up. I think we're out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll do. We know anything about the next episode? We get a milk toast episode. Awesome! Yay! Maybe he will have a personality. Maybe there will be things that he says and does. Yay! Yeah. And he'll talk about cool. his, I don't know, family. I'm guessing it's a family. I don't know, whatever. But hey, we'll find out. We'll see you next time. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper and Black Lives Matter.